In 2016, a new Arrowverse show premiered on the CW. Featuring characters from The Flash and Arrow, it existed in their shadows quietly. However, it has since gained popularity and brought the three of us together to discuss the characters and the progression from season one. This week, Zari Tomaz is correct. The future sucks. The destroyer from Thor makes a cameo, and whose goddamn white kid is Cassandra? Definitely don't call us heroes. We are the legends of next week. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Legends of Next Week. I'm your host, Mary. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Eden. I also use she, her pronouns. I am Kate. I use she, her pronouns. And welcome back to us looking back at season one. Today, we're looking at, is this episode 12? 13. 13. 13. That makes sense. So remembering. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13, Leviathan. Um, Episode. (laughs) Episode we have strong opinions about. Wasn't wasn't the the evil organization in Agent Carter season one called Leviathan? (laughs) I, that sounds I think right. It was. You're not wrong. Well, because if, if you think about it, in the Bible, Leviathan is like this big creature. You don't really know what the Leviathan is. They never really. People think it's dinosaurs, so I guess they figure, hey, that sounds cool. Let's use it. I always it's thought. Messy. I always thought Leviathan looked like a crocodile. I, I don't really have a reference huge, for that. I always thought it was a huge sea serpent. I, I I thought it was dinosaurs, so I guess we all have <laughs> if you're a theology major, maybe we're I'm sorry right now. <laughs> sorry. Maybe it's like the lake beast in um Star Wars Dark Disciple. That's deep. Is he really the rancor? I gotta read that. It's the rancor, that's what it is. It's just the rancor. That's the rancor. Um no wait wait it's a, it's the Zillow beast. Wait, what's that pit get called? What's the pit? It's the pit. That's the Sarlacc. Sarlacc. That's what it is. <laughs> well, all of those are more interesting things than the villain of this episode, which are um repackaged Nazis. Yay! Yeah. The, the villain uh, of the story is the is whoever who wrote this. I don't know, but yeah, so we kind we kind of just like literally pick up right from the last episode and jump right into into things, don't we? Yeah, because yeah. Rip started the last episode by saying, "Well, <laughs> bad news, we can't find uh, Vandal Savage in time anywhere else, so we're just gonna go hit him where we know where he is, which is a few months before." And this is so he murders my family. Yeah, because we came off of our fun romp in the west to to go here to go and we, we saved had all to, our young we, so we had to save the children oh that's right i forgot about the children no oh no <laughs> the children. I, so i actually have a question because and if we, we can cut this part out because i fell asleep last time that's why i was so quiet last episode don't have a very fun day when you record a podcast take it easy but my question is what happened to ray what happened to Ray self? So did they just call? They dubbed three teenagers, three babies, and a grown ass man at Mary Xavier's. Is that what happened? <laughs> no, the grown ass man got his shit wrong. Ray is in the hospital. The grown ass oh! man got his shit. 
Yes, he is. Bother to go after any other version of Ray? No. Stacey, we didn't even get your name. We didn't even get Sydney, which would have been fun. No. We got older Ray. Oh my god, if they grabbed the wrong baby. <laughs> we forgot Ray. Wait, wait, it was like, wait, they looked alike. No, they got they got Brandon Ruth to play what a I think two or three years younger than he currently was. So. Something like that. I'm off topic. So yeah, this episode we're gonna go to 2166, a few months before his family dies. And yes. it's just Rip is real stressed. Look, I'd be stressed too. Yeah, I don't I don't blame Rip at all for how he's acting. In the beginning, he like he is like he is like probably how you are after you drink three cups of coffee. He's frazzled, he's running all over the place, he's sna- he's trying to bite Martin's head off. Not literally, not literally. You don't do cannibalism here. But cannibalism um, will feature in later in this episode. <laughs> I just, Man, I man, but he is—he's so vulnerable right now because this is the pivotal moment for him to save his family, which we get into deeper in the episode as well. I feel like the first two minutes before we go to our our logo and our little theme tune, it just made me think this setup is so overly complicated. <laughs> and I know it's time travel and it's a time travel show, but. I think the beginning of this episode and the ending of this episode are such contrived setups for this to happen. I do love the little line, though. Like, I just need three of you. And it's like, I need the... Uh, the Killer, Klepto, and Pyro. Pyro. Which is, I love Mick this... I, again, love Mick this episode. He has some good ones in this episode. He saves it somewhat. So does Jax. This episode is just not it. Speaking as someone who's been here from the beginning of season one, I remember how excited people were in this episode that the Rogue Canary Trio rode again. God, that was the best. I'm sorry, but that's one of the best trios you could ever get in this show, I feel. First, that's my personal opinion. It just... Oh, the, classic. The, the, second, the second good trio is Nate Bernard and Gary. Just saying. Yes. Yes. Hey, we need the services of Killer Klepto and Pyro because we're going to try and. What is their plan? They're just going to go steal Vandal Savage? They literally, that's a plan. Baby. I mean, no. They're going <laughs> to steal this old man. They, they're going to go. They're going to go try and. Um, inter- they're going. They're, I, what did I write down? Um, they're going to like his speech to try and intercept him as another attempt to uh, take him out, I think. But again, they don't have Kendra, so I don't know why they thought this plan would work because she's the only one that can kill Vandal Savage. So what was the point of this part anyway? Rip's stressed. Who thinks well when they're stressed? He never well anyway, so. (laughs) Well, they show up to the speech and one bit of lightness before we get into more serious things. I, it felt very Lord Farquaad, as some of you may die, but it is a sacrifice I am willing to make. And we go into the first red flag of this episode was 
that their salute was very much like the Nazi salute. And I forgot about this while watching. Because I was like, also, everyone in the front row was white or white passing. Oh, yeah. Everyone in the front row. Most people in this episode. Yes. And I I I noticed that particularly. Again, as the token Jew, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No. Sandal Savage giving this big speech about, like, we will all gain immortality once we conquer London. And it's uh, him up there, a blonde woman, and then some dude in a helmet. Sorry, I just, I totally forgot forgot about that dude in the helmet. (laughs) But, um, what I noticed for this episode, it's kind of interesting, like, it's kind of interesting, but at the same time, horrific how many world war ii tones are in this episode because mm-hmm. like when they're coming in it give it's kind of like the blitz that's happening there mm-hmm. yes yeah. and then we have this very um this speech that's, yes yeah. exactly yeah and and we continue to see throughout more and more of this episode we'll, we'll get to it still but um but yeah savage has this big um speech and they're all talking during it Nick, Nick's like, I'm, I'm listening to this guy. And I'm like, no, I really hope you're fucking sa- freaking sarcastic. Yeah, that joke felt. No, like, that, was not, that was not one of good. Bad. That's why I feel like. Because even Sarah was like, what's wrong with you? We make a lot of like Mick jokes. And I generally like Mick as a character, but we, we've talked before on the pod about how Mick is the most inconsistent character on Legends. He just kind of exists however they want to write him at some parts. Because I feel like that line is very edgelord of Mick. (laughs) Not saying that Mick doesn't have his edgelord moments, but that one felt particularly like, dude, like... He's conquering the world and murdered. Yeah, and he's like, this guy kind of family. And he literally says, this kind of makes sense. And I'm like, no, Mick, he does not. It's it's one sound effect. This is a homicidal maniac. No, you may not, not date him. But so they're all getting ready to file out, and the blonde woman looks over and <laughs> Len's like, yeah, she's got us. But Kendra back on the ship is monitoring. And I guess. They do have Kendra on the ship because he does get that weird sense whenever she's near. She gets stupid. But anyway. But but she, she was, she was good, the good, good coach for this episode. She was. I wish we could have seen more of that because she notices Cassie has a bracelet on. That's very familiar. Cassie being the blonde if you haven't seen but this episode yeah. in a while. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, Spoilers. I'm Cassie later. But yeah, so they're all following Savage and Leonard and Mick are talking. And I thought this was, and I remember when this came out, people thought, oh, when they said, oh, we'll play it like Chicago, which people kind of took as a little prison break reference, given um, that show, the first two seasons do take place in the Chicago area, which I happen to know decently enough. Mm -hmm. But play like Chicago is pushing her up to the floor. I love that. That they just love her up. They just threw them on the ground. <laughs> See, when you said, like, What in the hell are you doing, people? You just. <laughs> That's so funny. 
They're like, well, we got to sacrifice one of us. And if it's not going to be Sarah, it's not going to be me, and it's not going to be Mick, it's going to be you. Look, 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 the three of them bonded over a bar fight. They're not going to throw Sarah under the, under the, under the bus. <laughs> They're not going to trip the White Canary at all. It's, it's also like, let's see, who would Vandal Savage want to chase the most? You. <laughs> but anyway, they trip him. Also thought play like Chicago made me think of in season two, the episode called The Chicago Way. Oh, uh, yeah. Like and Amaya uh, together. So lots of good little parallels in this episode. And so Vandal Savage is like, hey, that guy. And so they all they start all fighting. That awkward turnaround they all did when they fell on It's so funny. I just love Arthur Darvell's face, like, what the hell just happened kind of face. And this um, Cassie, we don't, okay, wait, when do we find out Cassie's name? Because I feel like Len just calls her Cassie, but I don't think she ever says her name. I thought she, she, he says who she is, maybe? No? Anyway. That might be a plot hole or <laughs> a cut scene. I don't remember. I watched this episode today and I really don't remember. Me too, but. You know what? Len might have done some like quick little, you know, Gideon stuff. Who knows? Here's something I found kind of weird. Um, so Cassie and Sarah are the ones fighting against each other while the other two are taken out, the rest of the lieutenants. Cassie and Sarah look weirdly alike. Oh my god, you're not. Did wrong. anyone else pick up on this? Like it felt oh, really weird. <laughs> oh, you know the lore. I the lore. The lore <laughs> of this. I am. You thrust me back to an era. <laughs> please, please give us the wisdom, Aslan. Cite the tell deep us, magic. Tell us listen, the listen, listen, listen. Okay, so as several of you know, um, I was a big Captain Canary shipper back in the day. <laughs> I remember. Yes, I recall. So listen. do Bobby Singer work here? <laughs> Uh, listen, they're listen. A lot of the Captain Canary shippers I knew, they're really great people. They are great people. Very nice, very creative folk. But so I remember I got messaged in my inbox on my Tumblr back when I was using Tumblr regularly that um, someone's like, "Hey, is it kind of weird that Sarah and Cassie look alike?" And she she kind of acts like Leonard too. It's like, what if like she's their what if like she's their descendant? I was like. Oh God! At the time, I was like, "Yeah, that's a that's an interesting theory." This is not the first Savage no, Kid theory we've cursed. come across. Honestly, that's very cursed for me because I thought there was a little <laughs> bit, there. I thought there was a little bit of flirting going on with them at some point. So please don't know. There has some kind flirting. of weird tension. Yeah, it was like it's weird, weird because it's not like I. I'm not telling you like it's romantic or it's family it just feels like it's neither it's, of them like, are picking up on the other's vibes <laughs> it's weird it's a really weird <laughs> but yeah um so captain canary fans whoever's still out there that was for you, <laughs> I, you have. I, I felt like you took out the book like bobby does and supernatural here's the lore <laughs> it's right here i know all I, I know the ship lore. I, know the ship I was lore. on it. 
I have to admit, I was, I was there, Gandalf. I was there when it sunk beneath the waves. But anyway, um, Cassie's theme slaps. <laughs> yes. Um, but we get back to the ship, and again, thankfully, there's not a lot of Ray Kendra this episode. Oh, but yeah, speaking of- for this, but oh, this- yeah. I, I do love Len staying, be- we, he, he does stay behind, or he comes, goes back to get Cassie, because he's like, yeah, they go oh, later. I could get, yeah, I could get to this girl. But yeah, also, when Sarah is fighting um, Cassie, uh, Kendra has picked up, like, wait a minute. I know that bracelet she's wearing, which is very, it's like this golden bracelet she's wearing outside of her gloves and everything, which always, which seemed kind of strange to me. It, it, was it seemed different. really strange as like, as someone who wear, who does wear jewelry from time to time, I mean, you don't I can understand why it's on the outside, but I feel like in, like as a combatant, maybe you don't want to have like something on that especially if it's four thousand years old. here though too we, we, but yeah 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 sorry i got off track with you're good <laughs> my costume we're going antiques. but yeah kendra's like hey sarah you need to get that bangle and sarah says that line about she's like are you seriously jewelry shopping right now why not the chemistry again sarah and kendra would have just been a better ship than Ray and kendra I just I want to I would have wanted to see where that would have headed if they wrote it like that. It would have been interesting. Yeah. Yep. And they head back to, and that's when um, Kendra's she's telling like what we just what we talked about, uh, like objects from my first death. And Ray says, "Oh yeah, I'm your fiance. I gotta listen." And I was like, "Thanks, Ray. I know you're a puppy in a human body." It's like, thank you, but. They start getting uh, beep boops from Gideon that something's on the perimeter and it's not Savage's forces, it's the resistance um, or the rebels. Sadly, not singing a song called Do You Hear the People Sing, which is just a sad, sad, sad fact. So we head out to just kind of look at the camp and everything this is when there's a really nice moment of Jax gives a candy bar to a kid oh, God. Notices, i love jacks and he notices oh like oh. i only have one candy bar and so martin comes over and says we'll be back and we'll bring some for honestly again mvp put moment for both of them because mm-hmm. like i don't have enough and then like martin kind of reassures him like we could get more jacks let's just get more and he, you could see again his heart's going out to these kids yeah, um, but yeah, it's interesting they meet the resistance um, because they, they were originally close in on the ship. They go out to meet them and then they, and so I think it, it was Martin, Jax, Ray, and Rip uh-huh. that t- they went out there and they, and it's very, it's very bare bones. A lot, they, these people are in rags. Um, they clearly- they we, we will go back to our uh, World War II reference. They would be like the French Revolution. Uh, re- yeah. Uh, resistance, French resistance back Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So was, which is another thing that's coming up. But yeah, Jax gives the candy. And then um, Rip, Rip, Rip and Ray are talking by the fire. When this it's the old oil drum that's just got a fire in it. And Rip tells him that 
my first stop after Egypt was 2166. I tried to save my family again. We tried to make a run for it. They got shot on the way to the ship by Savage's men. And again, I will say it's a fixed point. I know we didn't get to this plot until season seven, but it sounds very much like a fixed point because no matter what he did, they still died over and over again. And I know they didn't get this concept until later, but it sounds like it was always there some way. That's crazy. Then who was there like guarding that fixed point? I would be interested. Oh my God, no. Don't think this, Eden. <laughs> Don't think this. What if no, it was- think it. No, what if it was Len after he died? Oh, that would be sad. Yes. No. <laughs> I said baby. I'm here. Pain. I, well, I was gonna, I was gonna say it can't be Booster because that's his. That would be his. <laughs> that would have been Booster's um, daughter-in-law and, um, or no, yeah, or no, his grandson. Because in the comics, Booster is um, Rip's father. Yeah. No, it would have been interesting because wasn't Eobard dead? Okay, let's take this. Eobard was dead, and then the t- the time race put him in charge of Franz Ferdinand. So it is possible that they put Leonard in charge of it. Whatever happened to Merlin again? Nah. Did he die? Um, I think he got. Did he get blown up on the island? I'm. He, he got blown up. I think he got blown up on the island. <laughs> it could be Malcolm Merlin. I mean, he could be the fixer for this. I love killing kids. <laughs> Good God, man. There's you a lot of also be Damien Dark. You could also be Damien Dark. Also loves putting children in danger. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's like, so Ray hears that from Rip that no matter what I did or what time I went back, I could never save my family. And this is when we hear like Tokyo fell last week to Savage's. Um, forces. Why couldn't we have this in Tokyo? Because we need then, to because then it could like listen. What the that? Because then it could be mostly white people. Oh, okay, that's sorry. True. I'm sorry. Well, it, it, you're right. Okay, you're right. Um, but look, I'm. I mean, I know they go to Japan and a couple seasons later on, but I mean, when you think, wait, wait, listen, if you get it, you gotta. With what ha- that giant fight that happens later in the episode, that what that's got oh, some yeah. right. That right. That would have been great, but no, they did not do this. And, and I come I, on, legends. But 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 can, if you use Japan, you would have another World War Two reference here because Japan- oh god, yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, it's another it's another reference. Yeah, what that? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Okay, this is like the who 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 in the writers' room. Decided, hey, let's do a World War II spin on this. Again, take a shot when I mention DC media that's not this. Um, you're going to be obliterated this episode. But um, uh, in the Justice League cartoon, there's a three-parter called The Savage Time, which is a um, Vandal Savage is working with. They never call them the Axis powers. Or they mention the Axis. They never actually mention Nazis by name. The entire three episodes however like the next season wonder woman sees savage somewhere and is like vandal savage is a nazi war criminal um so there's that again 
gotta there's that but now you're mentioning like with the japan not only is there the world war ii connection the giant the giant fight at the end is would have made such a cooler but do we not have the money for that was, I mean, well, this is our the first iron season. Giant. It's the Iron Giant. Just saying. No. Oh. Sad feelings. Sad feelings. But my point is, is like, if you're gonna do this whole alternate universe World War II, at least do the decency in calling them Nazis. Like, it's not bad to call them Nazis because you need to tell history are. as it is. Yes, exactly. exactly. That's what they literally are Nazis. I'm get more this, not to be political, but if you try and say there's another side of history when it comes to ter- when it comes to situations such as uh, what referring to Nazis, uh, you can walk the hell out. Uh, yes, especially especially history for Eden's family. Her great yeah. uh, great great aunt got buried alive with her kid during the Holocaust. So you're not there's no both sides for me ever. It's what happens when you just take a character like this and you don't let them. I don't know. It's a mess. That this episode has a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, moving Did on to well. a slighter, a slightly like not as much a problem, more like an annoyance. So Sarah and Kendra are having their moment or whatever, and talking about well, how are we going to kill this guy with a bracelet? Excellent question. But then, oh, but then for some reason, Sarah, who this whole time has been like, yeah. You don't need Carter. Like you could have a future with Ray, and you could make something new with your life. Goes, I don't know. This four thousand year old relationship, you're just gonna get over. I'm like, why would you bring it up? Yeah, I think there's sense because she was like, again, in the Wild West episode, she was really rooting for the whole relationship. Anyway, she goes, go for it, forget it, and also she does a 180, which is just so weird. It's just weird. The gone girl problem emerges again. It just doesn't make any sense. I know why it makes sense because of what happens at the end of the episode. But Sarah doesn't do that. She would have to be psychic. Yeah. She would have to be psychic, which she's not. It's it's still weird. Yeah, it's one thing for Sarah because she says, like, do you still, like, think about him? Which, you know, is understandable. Like, he died in your arms. That's pretty traumatic. But then she brings up, like, are you sure you're over him? And it's like, I don't know, like, if you lost someone, it's not really a matter of getting over it. It's just you keep moving forward. And also, hasn't that only happened, like, seven weeks ago? How long have they been on this ship? I think you... It's very unclear. But, I mean... I feel like I mean they they were in the they were in the they were stuck for two years. Yeah, and 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 it does feel very OCC at this point and a plot pull of Sarah actually saying that because I feel like it wouldn't be something Sarah would say. It felt like a very men writing girl talk. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But so she touches the mate, Carter's mace, and she gets flashback to Ooh. Iowa City, 1941. And I feel like I remember reading it some iteration of Hawkman's life. Okay, so this was A not boxer. Edith. This was not Edith and whoever. No, okay. we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. Oh, God. But yeah, so Carter's um training 
shirtless. Not sure why, but you know what? Good for him. You know what? Um, we got to have the CW. Oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, so um, we find out in this flashback, they were only married in eight lifetimes by 1941, which is during um, the Second World War. Again, another freaking reference. Commit to the bit. They did. And also we find out that um, it's apparently one of their anniversaries or whatever. From the Victorian England anniversary where she was kind of a hard catch. I don't know what that means, but like it sounds more interesting than what we're watching. I'm going to give you my mace as a anniversary present instead of a nice like little jewelry or bangle or something. No, it's a mace. But then, but what gets me is that Kendra says, I don't know how to use this. I'm sorry. At this point, you've been alive for well, it's like what, it's like three or 3,000 years-ish kind of, and she's never held the mace. Also, Carter calls her Kendra in this flashback. Yeah, Yeah. get that. How is her name Kendra twice in... 3,000 years in, like, how many lifetimes have they had again? Wasn't his? Um, 200 and... I did the math, like, years ago. It worked out, like, the average lifespan they had, they they would always die in their 30s. On average. Yeah, because, like, for some reason, it was like, yeah, we've only been married eight times. I couldn't remember how many reincarnations and I'm like, only eight times? What are y'all doing? Like, I mean, you don't have to get married. But... I mean, Savage probably killed them at the altar once. Yeah, that's, that's that sounds way more interesting than what we're watching. Um, <laughs> but did she call him Carter as well, if I recall? Yes. So they're, how are they Kendra and Carter? That's a... That's it's a, an oversight. That's a probability... I... I understand. Listen, I'm I'm so I feel bad critiquing sometimes because I understand writing is hard work. It's really hard to keep all of it together, but this is why you need a beta reader. I do not use a beta rate reader. Don't be me. No, we die like poor Eddie. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Uh, which Eddie are we referring to here? Eddie Casper. Eddie Casper. Right? <laughs> no. No beta, we die like Camino. And then, so after Kendra has her little Zoom flashback in, not like that's so Raven, but kind of made me think of that. Um, Zooms back and is like, I know what to do. I understood that reference. But then, all right, okay. (laughs) Then we um, we're like, oh, what are we gonna do? Um, How are we gonna get this bracelet? (laughs) And um, Rip says, all right, we're going to get our kleptomaniacs to do it. But I, I just like, you know, Leonard just solders. I'm just saying, they just, he, I would give him anything. That man is just chemistry walking. I do have a question, though, that's been kind of bugging me all season. At what point did Vandal Savage assume the name Vandal Savage? Because, I mean, can you imagine if he's, I mean, like, in the past, like, if someone called him Vandal Savage and he doesn't know he's going to become Vandal Savage yet, that's going to be confusing. But if you call him that enough, you're like, okay, I'm going to take this name in the future. 
So he knows that, but then how does he know when, when the right time is to take the name Vandal Savage? I mean, we know he, we know by at least predicting this time he's going by Vandal, but when did Vandal Savage first really originate? When did the name originate? He was hot set in this universe. Okay, Jack Okay. In comics history, just a quick look up, double check this. Is this comic Vandal Savage? I don't remember what his Egyptian name is in the show. What was that hot again? Set. Hot set. Yeah. Well, that doesn't matter because he's not that Listen, in the comic. Set, it sets already a red flag on that. <laughs> it's like Scar in the Lion King. Like you just named your kid for evil. Oh my god, is all his soldiers really the hyenas then? Oh, oh my gosh. Well, um, well, from what I just looked up, should we really compare Scar to the to the? To um, the yeah. Um, Have you seen the hyena kind oh, of? Oh wait! Yeah, I'm, oh kidding. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I I I didn't watch Lion King until I was in like college. Okay, I'm sorry. I just looked up where did Vandal Savage when did he get his name? So his original name is Vandar Idg because he's a caveman. In, so, comes, yeah. Like, Touch that big rock. That meteor and was like, hmm, I'm immortal now. It just says he assumed the name Vandal Savage um, and then was banned from his tribe because he lost a fight to Bruce Wayne, who was lost in time. What the hell? That's really funny. Okay, but I'm sorry. Going and touching the rock, that has the same energy as the kid who sticks his tongue to the, um, the pole in, in Christmas Story. Yes! Yes, you're not. I, Vander Ad, I yeah. triple dog dare you to touch that rock. There's also something with Vandal Savages and rocks. What is this? Because like, this is, is this the title of the episode now? Is like, touch my rocket. I think he's it's like, he has the caveman this. brain of shiny rock. Oh. Okay, and so, back to Scar. It, okay, is, is it caveman brain or ADHD brain, though, that goes shiny rock? Or is it, or is it like a Venn diagram and it develops both? Venn diagram. Thank you. It's a Venn diagram. Uh, uh, so anyway, we're looking for a plan to go get that bracelet. And Lens has, oh, I know. Uh, and Sarah has a line that's like, please don't tell me. We're just going to walk in and fight it off of her. And he goes, okay, I won't tell you. Because that's probably exactly what he was going to do. S- I, sh- I, I did ship that. I ship, I ship those too. And now we've come to the part of the episode where I have opinions. Uh-huh. So, Here we go. I'm ready. Hi. Let's go. So we cut to evil, evil lair, wherever it is. It looks like an old third convention Reich. Center. It does look like a convention <laughs> center. We enter the Third Reich. Let's be real. And um, we see the blonde woman, which again I can't remember when they tell us that her name is Cassie. But anyway. well, I know her name's Cassandra, but Leonard just starts calling her Cassie. Cassie. And that's what I call her because we're friends. Or no, I don't want to be friends with her. Um <laughs> anyway. So Cassie is training these dudes or just like some people in armor. She's, and she's, she's got the SS soldiers. <laughs> yeah, and she's got these two blades. And she's fighting them and says, next time, Vandals, uh, like, uh, the rebels will not be as merciful as I am. You're dismissed. And I have, okay. Okay. Go uh, get ready to get obliterated if you're taking shots. 
Cassandra Savage does not exist in comic canon. Um, there is a Cassandra Savage in Young Justice. I can't speak too much to that because I never finished season three or four. I'm sorry. I, I need to catch up. I just keep forgetting. I, I've seen a little Good bit. But in comics, Vandal Savage has a bunch of kids because fun fact, this is at least current canon. Vandal Savage, uh, when he was a caveman and touched the rock, he had stomach cancer, which of course they didn't know because they're cavemen. Just don't know these things. So that when he touches that rock, not only does he become immortal, essentially his cancer is as well. So throughout time, he can use the organs from his own kids to just kind of replace them so he can keep going. So it's literal forced organ removal. Great. Why does he just not do chemo? I mean, like, I don't, it's because the cancer grows back anyway. Deadpool is laughing right now. (laughs) Deadpool would call him a bitch. That's a fight. Okay. I don't give a shit about those like versus fights. I want to see Deadpool versus Vandal Savage. Anyway. I raise you Deadpool versus Vandal Savage rap battle. But he does have a daughter in canon and her name is Scandal Savage. Is the name dumb? Kind of. (laughs) Um, but this is why this episode infuriates me. Um, so fun fact about me, Scandal Savage is one of my very favorite DC characters of all time. I love her. I'm collecting every issue that she's in. She is, they definitely used inspiration from Scandal to craft this Cassandra Savage character. Uh, Scandal Savage has these weapons called Lamentation Blades, which can be either like a three prong. Um, like three spears, almost like a, the Wolverine knuckles, or it can turn into like one long piercing spike. However, Scandal Savage is not white. Her mother is native Brazilian woman, uh, which features very heavily into her backstory. She is not a white character. And I bring this up because I saw a tweet recently. We know like the Gotham Knights show is coming to the CW. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it but they have introduced a character i don't remember what his name is who is bruce wayne's only biological child and he is not damian wayne and is this bio- and this biological kid that they crafted and invented for the cw also yes, is white or no um is also a, a white kid uh, white blonde kid i think oh like blonde hair blue-eyed kid no 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 as opposed to damien who if you don't know damien's mother is um talia ghoul oh no and it's this constant pattern that i that we see in the cw arrowverse comic verse shows where a character that exists in comic canon is either brought over or completely bastardized and played by a white actor i'm not necessarily yeah, DC's not the only one to do this, though. Yeah, DC is obviously not the only one to do this. Wanda! <laughs> exactly. Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff when she's not a Jewish or Romani um, actress. But it's this constant pattern that you just keep seeing over and over. And I find it incredibly frustrating, especially as we analyze Cassie's character throughout this episode. Because as someone who's read a lot of her work and we'll have a story time later because I think you all really enjoy learning about her, but it's this bastard is 
characterization of a character that's put into this role and it's awful. I will point out, but if you do the opposite, you hear it. If you do the opposite of whitewashing a character. Oh yeah. The opposite from- Oh yeah. And, and I don't know what, if you're going to get mad at that, you should get mad at the other thing, which I don't think you should get mad at if they want to create a character or change a character that way. But you know what? Letter. And I don't know if this is, they couldn't use Scandal Savage because of something else. I don't think they were in, New 52 was already being printed and she's also Yeah, we was going out. But I don't think this is a matter of some other DC property is using a character so we can't use Scandal. It just feels like we know who this character is, but we don't really care. We're just going to make this white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman. I I will bring in, since you brought up the whole harvesting of um, organs, is that since we're going the World War II way, that's like Vandal's own final solution here is I'm gonna kill my kids and harvest their organs. I'm like this I'm saying like just genuinely like this it might seem like we're reading into it but it's not when you see how many characters in the Arrowverse obviously this is not just a DC Arrowverse issue it's an issue in DC and in Marvel the MCU their shows just as much but I'm just by taking the Arrowverse, for example, you take characters that are not white and are played by white actors and actresses. And it's not even that I necessarily blame the actress who plays Cassie Savage in this, because I don't think she knows. And she's not playing Scandal. My issue is that the network and the writers kind of just create this new character to fulfill a role that is already played, uh, is taken by a character of color in the comics. So... We're going to come back to this. But anyway, she's like, you're dismissed. And Len and Mick just point guns at her. I thought you said missed. He's like, you're coming with us. We don't know that she's his daughter at this point, but they take her to the little cell. Oh, but the reason they had to take her was because the alarms go off and Cassandra turns to Leonard and goes, what now, Mr. Snart? And he's, and that, that gets him because... He, because he doesn't, because he's confused. How the hell she knows who he is? So that's so then that leads that all. That's also reason they take her because uh, that's suspicious. Being 150 years in the future, and then so when they take her to the brig, whatever Rip is like, I thought we went a week without kidnapping somebody, <laughs> and now they're here. And he's like, ah, well, because she says, oh, I know who all of you are, Garib. Len, Mick. Who are you? And he's like, oh, you've he's trained as lieutenant's well. And she goes, no, I'm his daughter. Len and Mick's face at that is like embarrassed for Rip. (laughs) 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 It's true. I don't think Mick or Leonard really cared. It was like, oh, what do you mean? You didn't know this. Which okay, then this begs the question. Does Cassandra have any immortality? My question is, is she really his daughter or is she adopted? That's my question. We find out that, um, we can just skip around, but we find out that Cassandra's mother died in the Armageddon virus. Mm -hmm. Cassandra didn't, which I mean, I'm not saying that means she's immortal because within comic canon, the level of immortality you get as a 
kid of Vandal Savage, Varys' scandal is pretty much immortal. Like, she can regenerate, uh, heal quickly, but not all of them. Okay, but what we found out about the Armageddon virus was it was released to the poorer area, right? It wasn't released to the richer area. If it was Vandal's wife or significant other would she be in the richer area and not the poor area so she wouldn't die this um, is why i think she might be adopted here's the thing sick viruses don't care about how much money you have here's my counter argument maybe he just wasn't married to her in that i'm going to talk about scandal later because everyone listening to this you're a fan of legends of tomorrow i think a lot of the comic Scandal Savages and Secret Six you would love if you're a fan of Legends. Highly recommend them. Yeah, well, I agree. But Scandal's whole backstory is that Vandal Savage colonized her mother's land and they brutalized the area and essentially, essentially she's forced to marry him. Yeah, I'm not saying that's what happens with Cassandra, but it could just be that he has a kid but doesn't. That just happens to be very white and has blonde hair and looks nothing like him. I don't want to. I don't want to. I will talk about it. But anyway, we find that out about her. (laughs) Jax has a great. Oh, no. There's a line. It's like, maybe there is a lid for every pot. (laughs) And this this lets me piss that we took his pot. You know what I mean? That's great. Jack's that was line. a good. That was a good joke. I do like. I also like Len's line of, "Well, we're not really on, on Savage's Christmas card list." <laughs> Imagine how annoying that would be if you're immortal. You've got like fifty descendants running around. Okay, but also just like the absolute relief he must feel when someone kicks the bucket. It's like, oh my gosh, I'll send him a card this year. <laughs> God, I never liked him. <laughs> But then he has, that to, bastard. he has to go to the funeral, though. And how many funerals does he have to How do he, does he, he, he's not that, he isn't the kind of guy who's going to go to a funeral unless it's really important. Well, Most of the time, he's going to send a fruit basket. No, because he has an image and he would not send a fruit basket. <laughs> I just like he'll, the idea. He'll send a body double. I just like the idea of someone's family dinner and it's like, who's that guy standing over there like by the turkey? It's like, oh yeah, that's my Uncle Vandal. I mean, he's always yeah. been here. That dude, I see. He's just Very always been back at me. <laughs> anyway, that's good. Again, that's more entertaining than what we're getting here. So then we get the Kendra mix scene where she tells like, Mick, you need to burn something. And Mick goes, finally. Yeah, I know. I love that. I I wish we could have got more like um Kendra and Mick, like kind of they could have been a good pair. That, that would have been a fun friendship, actually. Yeah. He's like, I finally get the burn things. Yay. Picture a setting. Kendra flying in. Mick holding his gun. And she's flying him in to set things. Oh my god, he would love I it. love it. Uh, and again, spoilers for the um comic is um when he retires, he does hang out with Kendra and everybody, so that's fun. He kind of just has a moment with her where he's like, Yeah, so you're gonna kill him. She goes, Uh yeah. He goes, Are you sure you can do it? They kind of write him as shittier, which again, it's season one Mick. He's like, Yeah, are you really sure you can look him in the eyes to do it? But I feel like almost there is a moment like Mick knows 
she's not like him that he can't yeah. do it. That she I, I also feel like he's saying that because if he, he knows that if she does kill something, somebody she might never come back from that and it might haunt her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think he was looking out for her in a way, in his own Mick way. His own Mick way, like when um, <laughs> Rip says, well, what are we going to do? We've got his daughter here and Mick goes, we got to send back a finger at a time. <laughs> one by one by one by one. So what are you doing right now? So when, apparently, when, I'm guessing when you, when you stop at the fingers, uh, you start going for the toes. Eventually. I'm forgetting that like while all this is happening, uh, Rip still, ch- is he still chilling with the uh, rebels here for a while? He chills with them. Oh no, we're back on the ship for uh, now. We'll, well get the rebels. We were asking who he was for a while and then they were like, we looked you up. We can find you. I think that might be a little bit later because that's when we start boarding the rebels. Oh yes, that's true. But so oh, Len oh. sneaks off. Oh, <laughs> They're like, well, how are we going to get her to talk? Len goes, I got this. <laughs> this is a great scene. Len is literally the honeypot of, like, he is. <laughs> he is the ship. He is the babe. But, yeah, he, com- he comes in, he and he-, he just gets right to the point. We know you have information. We want this information. What's it going to take to get it? And she's just putting on his front. I'm not going to tell you anything. My father trained me to endure suffering and yeah Len picks up on that right away it's like yeah it sounds like we have a very similar kind of father he says my dad used to say I love you with his fists oh god I I you know I would love a Leonard Snart series I I would would just I would even take a mini series just a YouTube video let's let's listen you know what I take I would take like a mini series like what if Len had a journal he started on the wave rider and just slaughtered the journal that would be so good because they're having this little moment she's like I can hand withstand any torture and Len says who said anything about torture yeah Len, Len like pretty much goes on the fact that like again his father was a jerk obviously Vandal Savage is an asshole too and he's like look our fathers were abusive and she's like well i kind of feel like she's like well he didn't do anything and it's not always physical mm-hmm. it's also mental and god knows what he was telling her all this well, especially yeah because especially she mentions like i can withstand any kind of physical torture that you put me through which means yeah he did you talk. have been put through that yeah but um so we start to oh so the whole thing we've been looking for like what is this super weapon that um savage is looking at because we didn't mention this the delta camp is crushed there's nothing there and there's no survivors ray and stein are looking at the imprints and they're like oh no this isn't like an impact like a bomb they it's ray, a it's a and then we and then we get the jurassic park reference yes! i wrote jurassic park with the whiskey start shaking. we see like we see like the bottle of the we bought a liquid to start like if I was like shaking you these thumbs over and over again and I had a brain part oh gosh what movie is this oh wait Jurassic Park and I feel like that's when he's like oh we have to get the the rebels and you know they're in harm's way at this point I, I love that moment of Stein looking at all the people and then just 
the next shot is him basically elevator door dings and everybody walks on board and, and Rip goes, like, what is this? I do love that again, it's Martin as the Jewish man. I love it's him. Uh, yeah. I Agreed. Agreed. I feel I, that was a very, when I was watching that, I always think it's like, this is a, I know, this is like the vibe I'm getting. Um, it, it's very Schindler's List to me. Like Exactly, I, exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of, it kind of felt like they were trying to put Martin in a Schindler's List kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing position. people from whatever. Yeah, I loved it. That was actually the one thing I was like, yay. Yeah, yeah just, I, I wonder yeah. if that's maybe drawing on the character history too. I mean, I Martin's, so. I mean, I don't know how, I mean, we don't know much about Martin's family, but. I know especially exactly and um he even says to Rip like you brought us he's like yeah we're here to stop Savage he says no you told us we were coming here to be heroes this is what Uh heroes do and and I love that Martin does he he usually does stand up I think he more than anybody stands up bitches to Rip more than any except I live for him bitching but then this is one of my this is not a good line (laughs) we laugh so hard (laughs) Because, like, the monster thing is coming. <laughs> and Rip says, oh, well, you know, like, Vandal Savage is coming for his baby girl. <laughs> I know! That sent me! I wrote that down! Rip baby girl hunter. Hey, baby girl. They were like, that fix with, like, baby girl. And I'm like, why'd you use this? Fine. It doesn't sound not- right for Rip's British accent to say. Wow. No. Baby girl. It's entertaining, though. It it's so funny. Yeah, so, so we see the Leviathan, and it's a big robot. Just With the Adam symbol like, on it. Yeah, it's just a big ray. Just seriously a big ray. It's, they, ray, it's robot. a robot ray. It's a robot ray. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, they never mentioned... They never mentioned in this episode how he got this thing, but it's definitely the same tech from. What if he got it from White Knight? Still had the information. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking this episode technically predated Civil War. Yeah, I did. (laughs) I know it. It predated. (laughs) Oh, it did. Oh, Batman. I like that. Oh, you're right. But like. Wait a minute. This predates Civil War by four months because Civil Ooh. War was 2016. Yes, and I don't remember them mentioning that Ant Man was going to get large in that. So, so I mean, it, I mean, I'm not. I mean, we know. I mean, like we saw in the first Ant Man movie that. Yeah, I know. They do have abilities to make things big, but no um, lie, Ant Man. It was May of 2016. Yeah, I remember Ant-Man that. Ant Man and Ray are kind of a, like a little weeks. Bit- that weeks away you're right because i remember um because batman v superman was pushed up to march yes yes never forget that they changed the war from being more about falcon and steve and natasha finding bucky to um marvel uh, heroes fighting each other because they announced batman v superman but then but then you had batman versus superman which wasn't that great and then they bonded over the fact there were 10 good minutes of your 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 mother's martha my mother's martha too civil war like i'm not gonna say it's i mean yeah it's objectively better but i'm not gonna say civil war is good 
No. Uh, hot take. Captain America. We got T'Challa. Yeah, we got T'Challa. We get Spider-Man. Post-humorous Emmy nomination for What If. Chad Bowick. Chadwick. God. Icon. Yes. Legend. Truly. That that rocked me, man. Vandal Savage is coming to get his baby girl. Oh, God. (laughs) And um, this is a series. Get in, baby girl. We're going shopping. Well, this leads well, to a series of funny rare robot rip-ups. takes the freaking like wave rider and chucks it. It's a frisbee because they rip. I love that Richard Skills hold on to something, yeah. and then like it picks it up. And He's like, says, Please start praying now. And they roll over sh- quite a few times, and everybody's like, <laughs> Is everybody okay? This is, this is and, not a this and, is not shot put. And sadly, Martin, once again, is not okay during a Nazi episode. Why? Ah! This is so weird. Yeah, it's, first of all, awful. And awful foreshadowing, which I don't think they knew at the time. But No, I don't think so either. Nobody knew. Nobody knew the nonsense bullshit that was about to come. Like, (sighs) again, what are you thinking? I don't know. And we'll get, if we ever get to the crossovers, I will bitch to no end about this. But, like, again, you have a Jewish man during a World War II-esque episode. Let's almost kill him with a piece of something. It's so weird. They just randomly take Stein out of commission in the middle of this episode for no reason. Yeah, um, I feel, I think, for me... For me, when I was watching it, it's like, yeah, it is kind of, but at the same time, Martin was one of the most powerful voices of reason for the refugees. And he, and so by taking him out, um, that kind of forces someone else to step in for them, which it turned out to be Led, even well, though no, he's using Jax. it in a manipulative was, way. Well, Jax, and Jax too, but Len kind of uses it in, manip- but Len uses it in a manipulative way. Almost. Oh yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Again, I kind of do appreciate him going and to Kathy, what about the uh, rebels? And we have to remember in that one flash comic, he said, they said he was Jewish. So we'll just pretend Leonard Snart is Jewish because I always do. Yep. Believe I mean, that. I assume that's canon anyway when I'm yeah. watching this. Yeah. So, so anyway, while he's um, getting out of commission, well, where, while that's happening, Rip, um, Rip says, well, the big robot the Leviathan is an hour away. And I'm like, it's an hour away? How far did it throw you? How slow is it? But yeah, um, speaking of the robot um, for a moment, but yeah, so it takes an hour to get there. Um, but also like, you got to like, think about how fast does like, how is the movement on that? How many resources were took to make that thing? It looks like it should be, it belongs to Pacific Rim. Um. You have to forget, yeah, Vandal Savage had a lot of money and time, apparently. So. Yeah, I, I know, but there's finite resources on the planet. I don't think he cares anymore. I don't think it, it's Vandal Savage. He does not care. But that's also my next question, like, kind of about that. Did- Why don't they ever mention that it's, it's definitely Ray's tech, right? That he's held yeah. on to from yes, I feel like pilot episode. Uh, yeah, because uh, he gets it, and then they have to go back for it. So I definitely feel like they got some information, just not all of it. It took literally almost 200 years then. Yeah. It's, it's, but but we know that, um, 
um, that that um, that um, Dr. Bryce does work with the robotic technology. So who's to know that Vandal Savage and her and end up kind of taking that technology and utilize it to have his scientists repurpose that? Does he have, did he even have people on the inside? Oh no. I opened a new vein. I'm sorry. Do it. He killed Jewel straight. How dare he? No. That's that's not okay. You can't you can't kill Kaylee. No. But then so Len's like, all right, I'm gonna go back to what I do best, bothering people. <laughs> so he goes to find <laughs> He's like a cat. He is. Yeah. He goes by because he does that little pose when he leans against herself <laughs> with his gun <laughs> dangling by his thigh, and he's like, hey there. But she's like, yeah, well, um, you can't do anything to me. I feel nothing. And so Len opens the door and he tells, like, he just opens the cell door. And so there, he's walking her through the wave rider with all of the refugees, people who are struggling. And he's like, hey, you know, like, your dad, le-. he's, there is, it's kind of a throwaway line, but he says, these are the ones we could save. Yeah, everybody else yeah and he goes and she's like you think you can manipulate me with this she keeps justifying her father's yes and and it's like well the rebels are bad they they do this this and that he goes these people are wearing rags they're living hand do these people look like radicals is what he asked then that so this is a good moment but it it's a lot of problems for me again because Len says, and I like that he says this casually, oh, and yeah, by the way, Per Degaton, he didn't release the Armageddon virus. Your dad did. Per Degaton was a teenager. Oh, and she goes, you're lying. Which, okay, one quick thing. When he plays the footage, he's like, Gideon, roll tape. Roll that beautiful and piece footage. It's the same footage from... The- it's just the same clip from the episode. They couldn't even pretend to make it like no. a security cam. No, I know. That's uh, so- but that's why, but then this is the part that's also so annoying. It's because she sees that and she's like, you're lying. He says, you know, like, yeah, your mom died in the Armageddon virus because of him. So all this time, it's been his fault. And it's, it. <laughs> This is once again me thinking about Scandal Savage, and you will all be thinking about her by the end of this episode. But the core of Scandal's story, her origin story, is that she is a product of brutal um, colonialization. She is a, yeah. and it's an awful thing, is that essentially it's never implied that there's essay or anything, but he, Vandal Savage, conk, actually, there is. Not with her mother, but just in general, this is what has happened throughout colonization, throughout history, is specifically usually white men coming and taking over a particular area. And that Scandal Savage kind of is a product of that. She is his favorite child because he will si- she will sire an heir for him. She's a lesbian, by the way. <laughs> um, oh my God, she's a lesbian? Oh my God. Carol, so again, scans, stan again, Scandal I, Savage. I stand Scandal Savage and her two wives. She has two wives. We'll get into this. How come your mom lets you have two? But anyway. When again, will like, it be my turn? When will it be my turn? But again, that's such a major facet of her character is that she comes as a byproduct of colonialization and um kind of that capitalist structure he puts in 
and she spends her life in the comics she does she's not a hero per se but she goes and does what's right she breaks up a colony on another island she's like an anti-hero right yeah i'm an anti-hero so she goes and breaks up a brutal colony and cares about people she cares about everyone except herself honestly and then to see that they borrowed just kind of the aesthetics of her with the blades and gave it to a neo-nazi white they gave it to a white woman and again honestly like you again if she hadn't if she hadn't, if if Vandal, she had never believed Lynn and Vandal Savage never let the Armageddon uh, virus go, she would have not cared about killing anybody. Exactly. But And also at the same time, it's like what's happening in the U.S. right now, especially with white women regarding reproductive rights. Exactly. Doesn't matter until it affects her. Well, yep. That's exactly my major issue. Which, like, you, you just hit the nail on the head is... Spill that, you know. Spill the tea. It's people up until now, um, specifically women of color, Black women, United States, have been saying, here are the warning signs for everything that's happening. And it doesn't matter until it affects a white, a white woman personally um, in this. This episode, so, this episode will hopefully hit a whole lot differently yeah, yeah, again always, after this. We always yes. get the information so we can grow, so we can learn. And, you know, and we, mm-hmm. we need to learn, too. And I, I, exactly. And I'm going to just put this in, like, as a pin. Like, obviously, we're doing this podcast because we love Legends of Tomorrow. We love it. It's one of our absolute favorite shows. But we should also always critique media that we love. Because even in media that we love, that we connect with, there are still problems. And there are still issues that can always either be fixed or should be addressed. Yeah, especially when it's a a series that has to do with history. Because mm-hmm. history is just so damn important, and because we're we're kind of not following history, and we don't we are cursed. Yeah, we don't want to listen to certain parts of history and say there's two sides to everything. There isn't. That's why we learn history so we don't repeat it over and over again. So we learn. You cannot yeah. justify. There is no justification for events. For there is no justification you can try and put for the Holocaust. For any of the for for for, for internment camps for anything that is occur that is occurring here, so you can't justify unspeakable actions. Yeah, I'll get off myself exactly. now. So when we get back to the episode, Rip has a moment. Rip Rip's hair is a mess again. We're talking about Rip Hunter. When does he look his best? When he's struggling. Yes um because he (laughs) that probably isn't a very healthy thing you know like a disaster british man seriously we do we have a type we do but so he says well if we he's they say well how how are rips uh repairs going rip rips just sitting there he goes are repairs coming and rip he says in half an hour we'll be as dead as my fam (laughs) <laughs> doesn't he cuts himself off and Gideon's probably like don't do this to yourself Rip don't do it baby girl why are you sad <laughs> why so sad baby girl no stop please <laughs> but yeah so any, but um the legends have a very big rallying moment 
and they all kind of come but they kind of come together because leonard who act who i love that he he says me and my new bestie yeah <laughs> in reference to like this song the holy trinity of the what's the, the, the baby baby girl and bestie that we need a third one what's the third wild term of endearment we got this episode it's not a term of endearment but when mick says you asked vandal savage <laughs> um, so anyway they have this moment i as you said he's like my new bestie and ray says i think i can re-engineer something to go and fight the robot and then um something and else like i'm gonna to figure out how to use a right. for a weapon when Ken was like, yeah, and now I've got a new weapon to take it out. I like Kendra's bad bitch walk when she has the base. Yes. Oh, yeah, that is... That's oh. a, Honestly. I, Sierra Renee, I hope you had fun with that. I hope you at least had some enjoyment out of it. Yes, that. that was actually a good scene for her because she's like, she poured that gold that Mick burnt over the, um, what's it called again? The mace. The mace. So yes. now it's covered with it. And she's just walking and she goes... I, I'm it's it's just like I know how to use this and I'm gonna use it on Vandal. I'm tired of him and it's amazing. And so outside Jax is connecting Ray's suit or whatever. And he says, like, you know, like if this goes south, the Ray goes, I'll be ter- every cell of my body will turn inside out. <laughs> Jax goes, Ew. I was just gonna say die. <laughs> but like Obviously, they're not going to kill Ray, so it works. Yay! We didn't yeah, know just, that in season one. <laughs> he got big. He this got Ant Man big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this again, we predates <laughs> war. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! How, how big? How big is this dick when he's massive? Um like one of those trade like cars that they knock no kiss him in the yeah. we know listen listen have you seen him in a superman costume we know he's hung <laughs> monorail we never we did that we gotta write it down sorry this episode is down. fucking mess monorail <laughs> Please keep your hands inside the vehicle at all times. <laughs> he's he's gonna monorail Nora Dark later. Hey baby, you want to monorail later? Wait, hey baby girl, let's monorail. Bestie, my bestie, my baby girl, monorail. <laughs> my baby girl in Christ. <laughs> oh, I have to keep going. Where were we? <laughs> So Ray is big and he's going to fight a giant robot, which has a very, um, again, I'm just going to say it could have been fun if we'd set this in Tokyo. But um, I mean, we're in London, so we just got to do it. I mean, so it's just a bunch of fields. So we're, we're this, I mean, what, what, what good sci-fi movies take place in London? I'm not trying to be offensive here. I'm genuinely curious. Um, There was, uh, uh, 28 Days Later is technically horror movie but that's kind of sci-fi oh yeah yeah this is more also horror it would be shauna the dead so but that has yes. zombies ah. it has zombies so it counts i think We're maybe not- independence oh, wait, 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 wait 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 oh yeah 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 that one. but also um 
we gotta bring up um 28 days later when we do the zombie episode yes cassie is heading back to daddy daddy (laughs) she's heading back to her daddy and um he gets word of it from his control center with the, with the Leviathan, and he he smiles a little bit. And when he he goes to greet, he's like, "Oh, I'm not surprised." Baby girl. He goes to greet his little baby girl, and um, he's like, "You're okay, baby girl. I'm not surprised." But then he notices her bracelet is missing, and he's way more concerned about the bracelet <laughs> yeah. than he is about her being kidnapped. I mean. I've never been, I'm not saying, I'm like, I mean, I've never been kidnapped, but I'm just saying if I had been, my father would probably be wor- more worried about me than if I'd lost my phone or something. My question is how long has he had this bracelet? And like, obviously Cassie's wearing it here, but has he given it to his other daughters? Has he given it to his other wives? Like how long, like that's really creepy. It is that creepy. it's the bracelet of the dead woman. Remember, he had that locked room. Maybe it was in that locked room. Ooh, maybe so. It's just insanely creepy. And then he's just like aggressively grabbing her wrist. He's like, like yes, that's a red flag. I mean, it is. But I was also having this moment of he smacked Kendra around a lot. Yeah. Like all he does, and all he does for, even though I know she's his daughter, but no, you're like, puncher it's not it's yeah um and then he's like deck his ass you had that like crazy he had that crazy look and he goes do not lie to me and he goes they and he goes i've taught you everything i know when you're lying (laughs) and i'm like also very random question the pattern on his shirt is fascinating to me. I was going to say, I was going to point out that, like, why is, does his belt look like something from Kohl's? Like, why, 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 why does his shirt, his, I know it's probably, like, his, his, like, whatever the vest shirt thing he's wearing, it's, like, leather or, like, something. It looks like it's made out of dragon skin. If he's not wearing the cape coat, he's business casual. Yes. Also, I do want to point out that um, his cape outfit and Cassie's cape outfit look pretty sweet. They kind of look like Star Wars Inquisitors, and I liked that. Yes. Well, in in defense, we did see Six Weeks of Reva. You know, he has to murder peasants, so he has to dress for the part. That's true. But anyway. I'm murdering the peasants. I need my best clothes. Exactly. And we're canceling Christmas. (laughs) Again, the Farquaad energy. Well, no, he also had a sheriff of Nottingham, Alan, Alan, Alan Rickman's energy here. Mm-hmm. Oh my and gosh. He does. So I like that. Well, then Len, Mick, and Rip roll up. And he says, ah, Garib, you've turned my child against me after I slaughter yours. <laughs> I know. It's like dig, dig deeper. You haven't even yet. killed the little like, tyke yet. Let's put the knife in you deeper. I, I do actually really do like his line to Cassandra. It's like, these people are grains of sand in the deserts of time. Yes. Uh, we, this, then it's kind of like, it, it keeps cutting back between the Leviathan fight and then it cuts to more savage stuff. But my question during the Leviathan fight, how much Jax is like, oh, use the lasers. And Ray says, well, they're not lasers, so blah, blah, blah. And my question is, why weren't you using the lasers to begin with? You're just going to punch it? But also the fact that, 
the robot can fly or levitate or something? Why did it take an hour to get there then? What in the the Iron Man BS is this? You know what? Uh, Ray Ray went to himself. Get out. I am never... I am never going to fight a robot ever again. I'm going to take my time with this. This, this, if here, I'm going to pull out a really old reference. This is, this is the night. This is, this is the nightmare symbiotic Titan. Oh, I don't know that. Or it's uh, like Ultron, but he doesn't have a cool voice. Yes, I mean, you know what? When uh, I Ultron, was, the only thing that redeemed Ultron was James Spader. Oh, Ultron gave us nothing. When I was watching <laughs> this fight, I was thinking of Ultron, to be honest. I was. Which you know is really funny. That came out when they were writing this, yeah. I imagine. My gosh. Anyway, they're fighting that. Uh, I have to say, okay. The Savage Kendra fight is good. The other fight is terrible. It is. <laughs> uh, the uh, the one that's not Kendra beating the snot out of Savage, which is great. Why are Ugh. all Savage's dudes just standing there and letting Rip punch them? <laughs> they're because they're useless. They are useless. But they're not even trying. Maybe they want him to die because secretly they do not like him. Maybe, maybe, I mean... Probably is a really, I mean, remember the, I mean, probably it's a really crap job working as a goon. I mean, yeah, exactly. You, it's you, with, you get dental. If he, like, the end of the dental. world, as the, as the, as the world's ending, do you get, do you have to, Wait, are you going to get help with their dentals? It's the target employees going against the target manager. They're fine with this now because maybe they'll get a new one and get a raise. I don't know, Kate, do uh, they have dental on the Death Star? They didn't need. They sure didn't need it anymore. Oh my god! Are they just stormtroopers? Because they're pretty bad at it too. He calls them shock ah! troopers. But so yeah. Wait. That, anyway. Wait, wait. 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 We had shock troopers in Star Wars. I know because it's probably also ins- a Nazi term. I feel insane. Anyway. Um. Anyway, the bad guys are standing there. Kendra's beating the shit out of Vandal Savage. Love that for her. This is. My favorite, favorite scene because Kendra, after all these episodes, finally gets to kick the Vandal Savage's ass. And it it's wonderful. Is and I bet you that Sierra Renee have fun with this because I can't be. I she hope did. she had fun. I, I hope, hope she, she had fun. I, I hope she took out every aggression she had about the show in that fight. I love I mean, that. Um, I, I like the little burst of energy, like when she lands a hit, and you see that it actually yes! hurts. Yes, yes, it's, I'm saying. it's the landing. She literally took everything she felt about this show and put it in that scene. Okay. Um, and like, quick last note before the savage thing. Uh, I don't think the the CGI of the robe of the Leviathan yeah, is not good. And Ray too. It's not. It's not very good. No. Also. <laughs> I got a thing I want. So, like, yeah, we see the robot get beat up and then Ray returns to normal. And my question is, he's not suffering any after effects from this whatsoever. Oh, but neither did Get up, bitch, you're fine. No, 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 Scott had, no, Scott, like, it took a lot of energy for Scott to do that. I'm trying Still to different. remember because it's been a while. Yeah, he said he, like, slept for a week or something. Okay, and- so apparently Ray is more stronger than apparently, um, Scott. I'd still pick Scott any day. It's Paul Rudd. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's Paul Rudd. It is Paul Rudd. 
But, so anyway, we're back. She's about to kill Savage, and then some dude in a helmet runs in. Okay. And then she fights. She punches his helmet off. And listen, I don't listen. This is a good. I, I, there's nothing more I love than the reveal of someone underneath the helmet trope. I mean, I, good. I mean, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Um, and you know what? Even though it is Carter, I can't help but kind of enjoy this a little bit. I do enjoy that. I do. It just, it also feels like, hey, did you all like the Mick twist? Would you like to see it again? <laughs> yes. You want, you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> My point is, like, she's like looking at him and Vandal's oh, like, yeah, yes, I found him when he got reincarnated and I made sure he never remembered ever again that he was weird. He brainwashed How? him. How did he find him? Yeah, I would like to know this too. Like, when does he reincarnate? Like, where did he get did him? Did he find him as a baby? And where's, and where's, and honestly, where's the Kendra? This Wouldn't it be cool if, like, Kendra met her, like, I mean, I don't know how the reincarnation thing works entirely. They never really were great about explaining the schematics of it all. No, because it's, if, because, Kate, it's stupid. It <laughs> because, stupid. Because it's not written well. No, I need some damn answers. I, I don't know, because, like, did he take him as a baby? And what does he mean, like, I made sure he never remembered? So I- he pulled the legends and broke into the hospital to take a baby? Maybe. Do, do you reincarnate as a baby? Here's my question. Do you reincarnate as a baby? Does your soul just go into a person? Is it like the is it like the avatar or is it like you're you're hanging in some kind of uh, world between worlds and then boom you go in someone's is it like a cat like, no like, a, like that like a Castiel thing where like Jimmy Novick was one person but now like Castiel is like well it's oh, not full because Castiel is a fully no, 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 separate no, no. person I honestly yeah no no, yeah, no, no, no. that's like an okay. avatar in 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 when you're reincarnated. And if I, I don't believe in it, but like when you hear people talk about it, it's literally this kid who starts to remember. So I think it is when they're born. But we never see. I know. I, it's so this is start, okay. This is starting to go lit. I feel like we're going to get I way Okay, let's go back. Let's reel ourselves in. But anyway, he's like, go ahead and kill me. And <laughs> Rip shows up like, Kedra, kill her. Kill her. And he's like, it's either it. Carter, Carter, or his wife and kid, and it's like that's, that's not that's a, a big, that's a pretty big old team. They're big shoots, and I know that Kendra feels bad, and like obviously because like oh my god, he's back, and I know it's a whole thing. It just I don't know why I just hate it. <laughs> I wish she I just would, I honestly wish she would have killed Vandal. I know it would have ended the season obviously earlier, but him saying like I'm the only one who can bring his mind consider, back. Consider Van- Savage dies. Carter's the villain. <gasps> See, oh, well, wait, 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 wait. The Time Masters work with Carter. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, oh no i know we take carter back to get his memories back that and we can do the same switcheroo that we get in um destiny or river of time i don't remember <gasps> switcheroo oh. happens. okay that would have been more interesting actually so anyway but it's not what we get but rip gets to punch vandal that's nice 
yes <laughs> now he's like well you're in this jail i have you in this jail cell his little their little um hannibal moment yes and they also yeah so he's okay. yeah he's the jams jail cell and he's giving his little monologue but um they kind they they didn't leave 2166 right after that they had some business to attend to first uh because len takes i just realized there's not a lot of sarah in this episode no there isn't there's there's not but can i just say a big gripe mine that i have i have in this episode is that we we never get a name for the woman who's in charge of the resistance yeah we don't. we don't get a name for her and i'm really mad because i really like her because i think she's really interesting as a character i want i was like yeah, I kind of want to know what she's called. We get to know. I also found a woman who is a rebel. This isn't the Kalazev I wanted. Layar <laughs> got a letter led to led to letter resistance, and we knew her name. Why don't we get to know this woman's yeah, name? We're just gonna call her Leia because that's very important. I will just call her. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, we can get there. And um. She's like, yeah, why shouldn't I murder you on the spot? She says to Cassie, which good for her. Good for her. And then she's like, I know like all of their secrets, their forces are still strong, I can help. And I know there's the budget of begrudging agreement. But also what is, I know, okay, I'm going to refer to you on this. What is that weird exchange that Cassie and Len have? What is that? I don't. I know I can trust you. Ask him. And they don't answer the question i know it's just like ugh, i don't know it's like it's because this is like this is a really big i feel like this is interesting because looking back on it this is a hero moment for leonard in a way in a, in a very strange complicated way yes he manipulated and yes it was like and all this but it's like it's like him it's like they're trying to make leonard a hero in all yes again i feel like they were trying to do the ten like the sexual we might be interested in each other tension and it I didn't work what it kind of tension this is i don't God, know no. it didn't work but like again it started off in white knight and he said i will never be your white knight and you can see him slowly turning into a white knight exactly uh, but then episode but then it also comes to the oh. question sorry but i mean when you think about it we have there's an association of night of white knights um being perfect and no that's far from true because if you think of people who are considered white knights they have a lot of flaws they overlook which is kind of something that we can also talk about letter that maybe he ha- like yes he's becoming more of this hero but at the same time he's also there's the things he's had do along the way he's left mcfur dead once um even though he said he was coming back we have how he manipulates cassie here with that footage i mean i'm not saying like i mean like Are did there? it work out in their favor yeah. yes but i mean that was more like your racist father is also a bad person to yeah, you that's yeah, true look leonard is still a work in progress but he's like try you know it's kind of that lead up to being a white knight i'm not saying yeah i i just feel like i call i call bs on white knights like being heroes and everything yeah that's that's just my take i feel like humanity it's it's a human flaw to be imperfect and we can't what saying someone's a white knight if you remember camelot in general look at like lancelot i mean 
Hello. Look at the oh, whole dang round. Look at the whole dang round table. Exactly. They got issues coming so, out. They coming out everywhere. Exactly. So episode kind of starts. Uh, I guess one of my last notes for this is that why does Vandal Savage get a real bad wig in this scene? This thing looks like it's taped on. What happened to it? Uh, maybe it looks like his hair, was... and then the wig is on top of it. Maybe maybe it got wrecked during that fight. They can't afford glue anyway. <laughs> I like the last shot where it's his face in the mirror and then Yes, the side by side. I will tell yeah, Captain. Time and tell Captain. Mm. Oh yeah, and Martin actually yeah. wakes up and he's fine. Oh yeah. Martin's fine. That's very important. <laughs> Martin's fine this time. Yay. And he's like, you missed everything. And honestly, Martin, you didn't miss anything because it was a really bad episode. So you didn't miss nothing. Yeah, this episode's not the best, but it wasn't a very memorable one for me. Anyone have any other like final notes that we didn't touch on? Oh God, baby no. girl, baby girl, baby girl, the baby girlification oh, God, of Cassandra Savage, the baby go- girlification oh, of Nick Rory. Ah, <laughs> uh, you keep on saying this, and literally in Criminal Mind, he used to call Penelope all the time, baby girl. Ah, uh, yeah, no point. <laughs> I think Mick should say baby girl more often because it's funny. We missed we missed out on Nate calling somebody baby girl. <laughs> I don't think, I think we dodged a bullet. That's what, I, I, the only baby girl I, never mind, I, I take it back, I take it back. Hello, and welcome back to quick story time with us, where I tell both of my hosts a story about a character from DC Comics that is tangentially related to Legends, and they can't leave. So. Nope. Today's story, again, because Cassandra Savage, who needs her? And white privilege ass. (laughs) Um, Today, we learn about (laughs) Scandal Savage. Who is a very fun character and her team, the Secret Six. And I bring this up not just because they are probably my favorite comic of all time. So, will you tell us more? I will. So, I just want to preface all this with saying if you really, obviously, you're listening to this, you love Legends, to really give Secret Six um, a read. It's got a lot of Legends vibes, and I know a lot of some people who watch Legends also really love Doom Patrol. I need to finish Doom Patrol. But the Doom mm-hmm. Patrol actually fight the Secret Six in a later issue. And they have a lot of similarities. So let's talk about our friend, Scandal Savage. Friends of Scandal Savage. That's what we all are on this podcast. Yes. Yes, we are. So as I mentioned, Scandal Savage, uh, I mentioned her origin a little earlier. Scandal Savage is the daughter of Vandal Savage and an unnamed Brazilian woman. Uh, it sucks that we don't get a name. Oh, but nice. I rem- in one comic, uh, Vandal Savage essentially she says that he gave her the nickname like she who stands alone because when he was conquering her land, where her and her people lived, even when all the men couldn't fight anymore and some of the men were looting and taking women and possessions, she was still standing alone and she fought him hand to hand with these um blades which were 
combination of three blades, kind of like I, I mentioned, like Wolverine knuckles or like one long fencing uh, rapier. And you wear them on both hands. He did win the fight because she realized she couldn't defeat him in battle. So she chose to, in her words and her family's words, hurt him in his own, uh, in a, the only way she could. She married him. She acted like they had a wonderful relationship. And um, a trigger warning here for um, suicide and everything. But she ends up after Scandal is born. And she's about... Comics are dumb and they don't ever keep their own timeline consistent. So either when Scandal is two or five, um, her mother um, ends her own life. Um, Because in... In passing, this is the only way she knew she would hurt Randall Savage is to make him love her and care for her in whatever way he could and to actually to take that away from him. Which, as Scandal said later, my father has had thousands of children, but he told me he ever he only ever loved my mother. That's a very sad opening. It's going to get a little sadder. And then I promise this has a happy ending. This is not sad comic time. When Scandal is seven she um her toys are taken away and her father gives gifts her the lamentation blades and tells her she's no longer a child that she is now to train to be she he wants her to be his heir because again as in his own words i have thousands of descendants but i can only have one heir that's scandal and so scandal spends her entire childhood training and working towards which again not to dig on Cassandra again, but it feels like they just copy and pasted Nyssa to Cassandra Savage and we're like, done. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not what, and you might think that Cassandra or um, bleh, that Scandal is kind of a copy of Talia al Ghul in the comics and they're very separate characters. But so we don't really see much else of her childhood, but kind of in the future, she ends up recruited by Mockingbird to form a secret sex to fight the, the secret society of supervillains, which again, great name. And she ends up falling in love while on this team. Her kind of day job, she's just kind of like a, a businesswoman. And she is in love with the alien, uh, I guess technically they're aliens, or new gods, uh, Knockout, who is from Apocalypse and was part of the female Furies on that planet. And Knockout she's like seven five and just punches real hard she's great i love her dream woman (laughs) and so scandal and knockout end up falling in love they have some trials and tribulations throughout um the first part of their relationship that tall girl's just pressing the shorter girl against the wall they are exactly that meme scandal is five nine (laughs) so again small tall lesbian (laughs) and so everything is going pretty great for them for uh, a while. They're just doing some generic work. They're not, they are villains, but they're also not great people. <laughs> well, they're kind of like Deadpool. Pretty much. They just get assigned jobs. Yeah. Which again, this is kind of this is kind of a spoiler, but we later find out that Mockingbird is other Earth Lex Luthor. Yep. So that's great. 
uh, Scandal actually, we talked about does Cassandra have immortality? Scandal does. She has at least some portion of it. She gets shot and stabbed multiple times and she keeps, she walks it off. And so eventually what ends up happening, sadly, um, there's one time where they're vacationing in Bangkok and Knockout is um, almost assassinated and uh, Scandal isn't able to kill her assailant because she still has some of a moral code but she ends up killing her father because vandal savage put a head out on her vandal savage is homophobic y'all so sorry to be the ones to tell you this oh, i don't know if you're surprised by that but he he's is a nazi no i am not surprised yeah we'll get Definitely to the single best comic panel of all time at the end of this but so everything's cool. They end up kind of like breaking away from Luthor and they're doing their own thing as the six. When on another trip, um, Knockout is uh, assassinated. Who? And you we never find out who. Subscribe to bury your gaze here, man. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Um, so Scandal is very distraught by this. And so Scandal's team of Secret Six at this point, it's her ragdoll that creepy asshole from the flash if you remember that he's very weird very creepy but we love him he's just like he's like a a really ugly dog you love him but he's not he's he's, like barely keeping it together he's he's that one taylor swift lyric shame's fucked in the head exactly um they're part of the team um the guy deadshot you know what deadshot is you saw Suicide Squad. He is excellent in Secret Six. That is the good Deadshot content if you're looking to read any of that. There is Catman, who, yes, as the name implies, dresses in a cat version of the Batsuit, and he punches. He, he's a good fighter. He actually can fight Batman to a standstill. So it's yeah. not... He's just fucking around. He and, he and Deadshot have some great energy. They are... They are... Listen, I'm not saying they've ever done anything together but i am saying they have uh catman is also canonically bisexual ragdoll is also canonically gender fluid but so catman he's also bisexual he's there and then the other person on the team right now is bane we all you know you know who bane is from uh, dark knight rises no this is an no. elite bane this is the bane you want so this is a Bane trying to come off of Venom. He's struggling with a Venom addiction, so he's like cut it cold turkey. He's still massive because he's Bane. He's ripped. And he basically takes it upon himself to adopt Scandal Savage as his surrogate daughter. Aww. I know this sounds dumb. We'll post some pictures of it. They are adorable. It's, it's the softest thing ever. He remembers her favorite ice cream. Um, he lets her sleep with her head on his shoulder and tells her there will be no dreams and uh, no bad dreams in your sleep tonight, Scandal Savage. He reassures her. He and he'll call her out too, but he'll call her out too. As a dad does. As, yes. Like at one point, it's like, Scandal, you may have one ice cream because they're stealing an ice cream truck for reasons. She goes, what? <laughs> but anyway, she's very, she's drunk and depressed because her girlfriend was murdered. So dead shot. They hire um a stripper <laughs> to jump out of a cake and the stripper is dressed like knockout 
Um, she looks exactly well, yeah, like her. Coping methods. Yay, coping methods. And Scandal's like, huh? The girl, when we later find out her name is Liana, they meet up again and they start dating. Not because she looks like Knockout, even they though that's what it sounds like. They literally run into each other again in the supermarket. <laughs> supermarket? Supermarket? <laughs> you, were you just possessed by Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> I said, no. But no, like it's because um, I read an issue of The Secret Six. I need to read more. But they literally re meet up at the supermarket, and Liana just goes over and hugs her. And just, did, she, did she kiss her too or something? Gives like her a that? peck. Yeah. Yeah. Liana is also at least like, I six, do have three. Them. I just need to read them. She's tall. She is tall too. And then she's small. She is very small. Small and angry. I think, Sc- I think Scandal likes being small with his, her tall wives. Who wouldn't? Is Who she wouldn't? She's so, a little spoon, right? Undetermined. She's in the middle. Oh. But um, so we'll get to that. So Scandal uh, and um, Liana, who's um, that girl's name, they aren't dating just because she reminds her of Knockout. They start forming a real relationship and hanging out. Liana has a motorcycle. They go on rides together. It's lovely. So um, in terms of Secret Six things, you'll see like a menagerie of other characters. But what they end up finding by accident from they're looking for it for a month they aren't they're looking for the individual who has this item i'm not going to tell you all the spoilers of secret six because you should just read it for yourself but this individual possesses the demon neron a legends people neron neron's get out of hell free card that's literally what it's called and what's written in latin on this thing and it will grant one soul a ticket to heaven out of hell scandal ends up kind of keeping it or looking for like hey i can go get my girlfriend out of here that's an idea the six the six have assorted other adventures as i mentioned one involves all of them breaking down um and freeing people who were enslaved by this um, modern colony uh which also is where we find out apparently van i'm sorry to ruin your day with this vandal savage boinked grendel's mom and so yeah. is grendel's dad from beowulf that's that's what happened we we here at the pod like to ruin lives you know also you know in another in another there was another one um they left Ragdoll in the trunk for three days. Oh, yes. In, like, a smaller edition, um, I, I, di- I am ashamed. I didn't even mention my other six, the other two six people. How could you not mention her? I had, because I, I was working on the other two, because she doesn't show up at that point yet in the comic. Mm-hmm. But their other two members of the six, yes, the secret six, involve seven to eight members at any given time. They're gay. Um, they can't do math. Uh, that's not a joke scandal's a lesbian catman is by uh, the new character jeanette uh jeanette is an immortal aristocrat from the 1500s she was enslaved uh, to she was a slave of elizabeth bathory and ended up killing her good for her we love a girl boss yes absolutely and was later betrayed by her husband and she was beheaded the beheading took 12 minutes and it was said to cause so much pain that she was found by the Banshee spirit. Wow. 
And so she now possesses all the powers of a banshee. Nice. It's hot. Which doesn't mean, um, so she also has like some super strength and fighting abilities, but unlike a black canary scream where it's like mm-hmm. a sonic shrill, like breaks your eardrums, knocks you out. A, her banshee scream is essentially taking all of the emotions that she felt during her 12 minute long execution. And in that scream forces that onto the listener. So it is, she renders Wonder Woman comatose with that. Yeah. It's serious stuff. And she, and she kind of gets lost in that first, didn't she? Does she harbor death a lot? Yes. Anytime like death is about to happen, her eyes turn black. Okay. That was my question. Awesome. Yep. And um, she and Deadshot start boinking. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I like the word boinking. say bumping out. uglies. Bumping ugly sounds worse. But they and boinking are, doesn't? But she is bisexual. Love that for her. And there's an issue where Liana, Scandal, De- um, Deadshot, and Jeanette all go on a double date together. And Deadshot beats up some Nazis that follow them around. You know what? Good for you, Deadshot. It's good. Yeah, it's it's. And these are also Nazis that he and Catman beat up earlier. Oh yeah, he also beat these Nazis up earlier because they were robbing a bank. Por- they were robbing a corner store poorly, so he beat them up for being Nazis and then robbed the store himself. Awesome. You know what? Two thumbs up for you. And that yes, they did leave Ragdoll in the car, but on this date, <laughs> Ragdoll and Catman um, queer eyed Deadshot and said, "No, we're gonna get you better clothes, dude." <laughs> Anyway, then there's like other plot lines in Secret Six. Catman has a child with Cheshire that you find out later. That's a whole plot line that's really cool. Catman's, I don't have time to talk about Catman's story today. That might be for another episode because he is delightful. And there's a lot to learn about him. There's also one issue where they end up meeting Vandal Savage again, which leads to the greatest comic panel of all time. We will put it on our Twitter where Vandal Savage says, like, I have, like, he basically tells Sienna, like, you are my child and my heir to my empire. She goes, I gave that up for lesbianism. I would like that. I I like a sticker of that. That's great. Again, I'm not going to spoil what happens in this Secret Six issue because... I really want you to read it and find out for yourself. I don't want to tell you all the twists. But they do end up visiting Hell, stopping by. And she saves um, Kay. She calls Knockout Kay. And, like, Kay's nickname for Scandalous Poppet, which is just this really cute. And she ends up saving her girlfriend from Hell and brings her back. And now she's still dealing with some problems. Hell will do that. But there's even a really great moment where they're in bed together and Scandal says, hey, like, can I help you? And Knockout says, if you touch me right now, I will, like, punch you. I want to be alone. And Scandal says, hey, that's okay. Like, what else do you need? They have great open communication with each other. And then, so, um, there was some stuff going on with Liana. And so then Scandal decides, you know what? I don't want to pick between the two loves of my life. So she marries both of them. She has two tall redheaded wives. And in the new 52, there's some changes to um, the canon and how they all meet and it's different. There's also the character of Black Alice who is a teenager with the ability to copy any magical power in the universe. So that can be anything from Zatanna to Constantine to Jeanette's power to Giganta. 
it's kind of an OP power, but <laughs> it's really cool. I think it's and, cool. But it, it's like Rita from the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, it is. what I was thinking of actually, Kate, because when you were saying that, I was like, oh, she has those powers. Pretty cool. Yes. So Black Alice is also part of Secret Six. Excellent. And then, but in New 52, what you need to know is that throughout all of Scandal's comic appearances, she has a happy ending. She is a lesbian. She has two wives. Knockout is bisexual and so is um, Liana. And they're all in a polyamorous marriage together. And she chooses Catman to be the donor for their child because she still wants a family away from savage i think liana is their carrier mm-hmm. but she still has this family that she never thought that she would have um she carves out for herself so positivity in this episode go read the secret six go if read you it. like it's legends great. you will love this it, it does get kind of gory and dark at parts but it's really excellent Content. You get to see a whole menagerie of villains around the Neuron stuff, and it is a lot of fun. So, go read The Secret Six. We all need Cassandra Savage. And also, I could talk about this another time. He does have another daughter, Cassidy Sa- um, Savage. Oh, yeah! And he she works for the FBI. He also has a son named Angelo, and he ripped out Angelo's tongue. Yeah, he did that. Also, apparently, Roy um, Harper is related to Savage somehow. Because Savage wanted to kill him and his son, um, Leon, to get their organs. And there was our fun head cannon that Vandal Savage was very <laughs> Green's dad. We, we, yeah, um, you ever want to meet the people? If you ever heard about the theory, yeah, we're the people who are kind of responsible for that. You're welcome. <laughs> you are very what can I say? Except you're, you're welcome. welcome. Dan Scandal Savage. All right. Rate this episode, people. I'd oh like to go. God. I feel like this is dead last. <laughs> this is probably worse. No, wait, no, this is not okay. And the first episode pilot is worse, but it's down there because I still have not numbered anything, so it's it, it's pretty much at the bottom. It's in my bottom five for me. <laughs> I'm gonna switch a couple of mine around because I, I have pilot part one down too low. It's, it's not for me. It's not that. It was, yeah, this it's is... It's not terrible, terrible. But this one, I feel like, is, like, to last. Yeah. But like, so my thoughts for this episode are, where's Scandal? Anyway, uh, those are my main thoughts. Where is she, Mark? My thoughts are, where's Scandal? Why do you have to use World War II and Nazi people so many times? Why? There's other plots, people. There's other plots. Positives of this episode... Leonard Snart being sassy, Rogue Canary. This Martin is Stein. Martin Stein leading Stein. Up to Stein and Jack. See? Positivity. Martin Stein. <laughs> and I'll throw costumes in. Costumes are yeah. really good this episode. Cost- Jacks and Jacks being Jacks. Yeah, they're yeah. Um and, and Kedra kicking the ass out of. Yes. Uh, yeah. Savage. And we'll throw love- in I do love Kendra's flashback outfit. It gave me mob yes. vibes. And I'll throw in Rip's sad man wig, which he does wear, uh, I think, in season two. I love this oh, God, song. I can't wait to get to season two. That's like my favorite Rip, actually. 
I can't. Season two is going to be really interesting. To watch. I haven't rewatched season no. two in a while, so we, yeah, um, I know we're only like three episodes away. I don't know why I looked at my watch when I said this, but we're three episodes Hi. away from now. <laughs> and um, yeah, we already have some ideas of some things we're going to be having go on during that time. But yeah, so what's what's going to happen next week? Next episode. Next week, Vandal Savage enters his. Hannibal Lecter era. Yay! That means we can talk more about Hannibal again. Yay! <laughs> we get the iconic ad lib. Oh, yes. We get that. I forgot I, about the ad lib. To be honest, I don't remember much from this episode except the ad lib and one Ray moment. That's about it. Oh, we I, forgot. Oh, oh, we oh. forgot that oh. was, wasn't she about to break up with Ray at the end of this episode? Yeah, they said, oh yeah, last yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Ray's like, hey, so Sarah told me that Savage is on the ship now, and Ken is like, Yeah, we need to talk. We need to talk. about that. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just remembering, I remember actually. I remember a fairly decent amount, but we'll get into it when we have in our next episode. Yeah. I don't want to like start spiraling now. We do have but, to talk though, because it was at the end of the episode. Do do we have anything else? No. I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you all for stopping by and listening, stopping by, turning this on, whatever you're doing. So yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week. If you would like to talk to us further, we are on Twitter at Week Legends. We are on Instagram at Legends of Next Week. And again, if you want to email us any questions or just anything you want to say about the episode, if you want to yell at us for getting comic continuity wrong or episode continuity wrong, our email is legendsofnextweek at gmail.com. And we would really love for you to email us because I would love to do a Q&A one day. Yes, you Absolutely. can just if you have. If you have questions about who our favorite legends are, maybe beyond just season one, um, if you want to ask us questions about other stuff that we're into, we're happy. I mean, we're nerds here. We're happy to talk about anything. We're, we, I mean, we all just finished watching. Well, I'm almost done watching Stranger Things, but these two are no. in it. Um, <laughs> our flag I'm, made death. Uh, what we what do we, in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Um, Nobody. Yeah. Um, I will be on. I apologize. I'm going to be in my bad batch and andor phase is coming fall. So I'm I may be throwing out more references. That's yeah, okay. Right. I'm in my Eddie Munson phase. It's all good. Um also last we have a shout out. Happy birthday, Harrison Ford. As of today, he is 80 years old. Apparently, it is also Sir Patrick Stewart's birthday. Oh Happy yeah! Birthday. Happy birthday! Oh. I shouldn't have killed you. <laughs> and with that, we are going to close out this episode. I'm Mary. I'm Eden. And I'm Kate. And we will catch you all some other week. Bye, guys. Bye.